Greetings and welcome back to the Marriage Chronicles. This is your girl Naila and because I am unaware of what time you are listening to this, good morning, good afternoon, and good evening to you. So today for me is July 12th, 2021. It is 8.31 a.m. If you do hear the click clacking of my mouse, the rolling of my chair, the tapping of my keys, know that I am at work. And so um, I just wanted to get on here. You guys, I just keep seeing everywhere things that are reminding me of God's promises that he's given to me me personally the promises that he's made to me and with that with all the reminders around me it seems like I'm hearing different people around me keep saying that God is a promise keeper and he is. I'm here to encourage you today that he is a promise keeper. But see, let me let me go into a little bit more of a detail, the reason why a lot of people don't come into the promises or don't see the promises. It's not because God did not keep his promise or wasn't going to be faithful to you. It's that a lot of people are not patient enough to see the promises or they get weary in well-doing. So they stop doing what it is to get the promise. The promise is there. The promise is a promise. It's guaranteed, right? It's there. It's at the end of your obedience, right? That you get that promise. So it's not that God is failing you. It's not that God, like everyone else, has failed you. It's not that. It's it's kind of more of that we've failed ourselves because we, we've been so conditioned to believe that people don't keep their word, um, i.e., like um, when it comes down to these vows that people say, you know, people walk away all the time you know, and they don't keep their promises. No one keeps their word. A word is nothing. It means nothing nowadays. But know that God is never changing. God is the same God yesterday, today, and forever. So that means that he keeps his promises. He keeps his promises. He kept his promises back in the day, and he's keeping his promises now. And it just really made me think, of Fred Hammond's song, Promise Keeper. But when I went to go, because sometimes you guys, when I hear a song in my head, I'll go look up the lyrics, right? Of something just so I can hear every every single word because I don't know if anybody else feels this way about Fred Hammond. But Fred Hammond at a certain point, he used to sing really clear, but then at a certain point, I think it was when he came out with Radical for Christ or, or some, I don't, is that the right? the right name but when he came out with them it seems like he was mumbling and so you don't always hear everything that that Fred Hammond you know he you know he'll get into doing some stuff like that and you're like okay all these years I've been saying this because I thought this is what he said no so I always look up the words to a song because even if I feel like I know it sometimes just seeing the words laid out for me it feels so much more clear and seeing the words spelled out makes it that much more evident. Well, in my process of looking up Promise Keeper by Fred Hammond, I ran into a song called Promise Keeper by Hope Darst. And you guys, the words, I'm going to read them to you because I don't know the song. I only listened to it before I got on here. The words blessed me 
And so that's what made me go listen to that. And then you guys all morning, I've just been looking up songs uh, called Promise Keeper and they have all been just blessing me and, and encouraging me and building up my faith. Well, listen to the words to Promise Keeper by Hope Darst. It says, your vows, a covenant unbroken. Y'all, <laughs> Jesus, you made it known through history your love will never be unfaithful. Come on, y'all. Never walk out on me. I have no reason to doubt you. Who you have been, you'll always be. And though the future's still unfolding, y'all, this is my whole, my whole testimony. And though the future's still unfolding with everything I've seen, how could I not believe? Glory to God. You are a promise keeper. Your word will never fail. My heart can trust you, Jesus. I won't be overwhelmed. My eyes are going to see miracles and victories. You are a promise keeper and your word will never fail. You will return all that's been stolen. Hallelujah. There's nothing that you can't redeem. And though the story's still unfolding with everything I've seen, how could I not believe you are? You are a promise keeper. Your word will never fail. My heart can trust you, Jesus. I won't be overwhelmed. My eyes are going to see miracles and victories. You are a promise keeper and your word will never fail. I know your word will never fail. I'll see your goodness in the land of the living. I'll see your goodness right here, right now. Hallelujah. You know the ending before the beginning. I know that you have worked all things out, I know. I'll see your goodness in the land of the living. I'll see your goodness right here, right now. I will, because you know the ending before the beginning. I know that you have worked all things out. I know, I know. You are a promise keeper. Your word will never fail. My heart can trust you, Jesus. I won't be overwhelmed. My eyes are going to see miracles and victories because you are a promise keeper and your word will never fail. I'll see your goodness in the land of the living. I'll see your goodness right here, right now. Oh, because you know the ending before the beginning and I know that you have worked all things out. I'll see it. I'll see your goodness. I'll see your goodness in the land of the living. Ooh, it's all around me, God. I'll see your goodness right here, right now. You know the ending. I'll trust you, God. Before the beginning, I trust you've worked it all out. I know that you have worked all things out. Y'all, those words are so powerful. That right there, it, it started to, I could feel my spirit reacting when I was reading those words when I stumbled upon them. And so I'm here today just to give you a whole bunch of examples of how God is so faithful and how he is a promise keeper. And you guys, I, I don't think people realize that in the Bible, even when those promises, even though when we read over the promises, we read what the promise was and we read that the promise that the person had faith and then we believe that, I mean, and then we read that, uh, I'm sorry, you guys, we read that the promise was given, right? That it was fulfilled, right? But what we don't see is that there was a long suffering 
in between that time. We're not sitting there through the time that they had to believe, that they had to have faith. But what a lot of us do is we see what's happening that is contrary to what the promise is. And we begin to believe those things that we see, right? We begin to be convinced or or deceived as though what we see is ultimately what we're going to get. And so what we have to do is make sure that we are not looking at the evidence around us that is showing something contrary to what the promise is. We have to blindly believe faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. So we don't see it. If you can see it, then there would be no reason for faith, for hope, right? So it's, it's like our test. Do you trust me is what God is saying to you. And your faith is saying yes. Your, your, your unbelief is saying, no, God, I don't trust you. So how can a person who, like, doesn't believe receive anything, right? You have to believe and you have to suffer long for those promises. Sometimes, sometimes the promise comes quickly. But sometimes it's not that... God is not that faithful well, all the time. It's not that God isn't faithful. It's that we aren't patient enough. There are people who have had marriages fail and everything around them has said, this isn't going to work. He's never going to come back. Whatever, whatever, right? But those people who are living in the promise now and walking in the promise now had to wait five years, had to wait 10 years. Some people had to wait a really long time. They had to wait. But see, because we live in such a society or a time where believing and having faith in God is crazy, you know, a lot of people don't come into the promises, and so therefore it's, it, it appears as though God is not a promise keeper. It appears as though God does not keep his word. But it's not that he doesn't keep his word. It's that you weren't patient enough. Patience. Patience, you guys. Patience is something that the word of God teaches us that we must have. Long-suffering. All these things are things that it says that we must have. Faith. These are things we must have to be believers in Christ, to be to be those, you know, who are going to see the promise in the end in the land of the living. Like, wait, like, wait, you know, like in the real land of the living, like afterwards, you know, the second life, you know, your eternity where you're going to spend it. You have to have faith and there has to be long suffering. Right. Because. It takes a long time. It takes it's going to take a long time for us to get there. A long time in our eyes. It might not be a long time in God's eyes, but it's a long time in our eyes because we have this ideal or this thought of how long it should take for us to come into this promise or how long I'm willing to wait before I move on, right? God doesn't see it that way. So the song I was looking up, like I said, was Promise Keeper by Fred Hammond. 
And y'all, the words, when I'm looking at the words, it's, it's certain, like, few words here and there that I didn't know he was saying. And it, it makes the song mean that much more. And here are the words. I'll sing it. Here are the words. Seasons come and then they go. But all you've established should hold fast and on that we can rest assured. And beyond imaginations, every promise you have given me will come true. I see you, so sovereign, you are the only God, so wise, in your hands you hold my times, I can't hold you to your word, you're never wavering, you won't turn, for I am sure. You are the promise keeper. I think I started this too high, but here we go. Exceeding all my expectations, I find myself believing you with no hesitation. Cause you've proved to me you're awesome. Hey, hey, I can clearly see my life is yours. El Shaddai, I see you. Hey, 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 you are the only God. So why? In your hands, you hold my times. I can't hold you to your word. You're never wavering. You won't turn, for I'm sure you are the promise keeper. Heaven and earth will pass away. Hey, 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 before one word you speak will ever fade. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Those words. 
those words. And if you were into the tape back in the day, <laughs> you know what it goes into next, right? You know what it goes into next. What does it go into next, you guys? The Lord is good and his mercy endures forever. Hallelujah. Y'all know what it goes into. to go listen to it because I'm not doing it any like <laughs> y'all you know what it goes into it then it goes into Lord my heart chases after you yeah how shall I draw you close to me a broken spirit and a contrite heart to this I will draw nigh and now draw nigh I will draw nigh to you and you will draw nigh to me I'll sing a serenade while tears of joy wash my face, you are my reward. Nothing else compares to you, Lord, my God, and my salvation. I'll draw nigh to you. I'll draw nigh, you'll draw nigh to me. I think it goes like that, you guys. Go look it up. That whole um that whole uh fred hammond cd i believe it's uh what is that is it song of david what is it fred hammond um oops i think i think that is you guys if you don't know anything about fred hammond's um if you don't know anything about that CD right there, go look that up, y'all. Go look it up. I'm trying to remember what Spirit of David. I think that's what it's called. Spirit of, I think it's called Spirit of Spirit of David. Yes, the album, you guys. That song, that that I used to that played that tape out when I was in the 10th grade, okay? I played it out. What was that? 96, 97, I believe. Y'all, I played that out. Okay. Go listen to that. That whole thing will encourage you. Okay. I didn't do his songs any justice. So make sure you go and check that out. But yes, you guys know that God is a promise keeper. He's going to keep his promise. Are you going to keep your stance in having faith? In having this long suffering that the Bible speaks of. See, we feel like 
because Christ came and he redeemed us from curses and things like that, that that means that we can just jump ahead ahead in the line. And sometimes God, his grace and his mercy does come and delivers us out really fast. And we don't have to sit in it for a long time. But other times we have to suffer a little longer than what we'd expect or than what we want. You get what I'm saying? And so I've just been so encouraged this morning that God is a promise keeper, that he keeps his promises. And I just came to encourage someone else who's waiting, who's believing that God keeps his promises. You don't have to keep looking to make sure that he's on the right path. You make sure you keep your end of it up, okay? Because God is, is faithful to complete it. Okay, that good work that he's begun in you, he's faithful to complete it. But you have to be faithful in your obedience to him. You have to be faithful in 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 your faith. Faithful in your faith. Okay, come on now. Faithful in your faith. Committed to your faith. Because God is not a covenant breaker. We are. We are ultimately the evil ones. We are ultimately the liars. We are ultimately the ones who... Our words don't mean a doggone thing, okay? Um, it's a waste of breath. But God is not like that. God is not a man that he should lie. Neither the son of man that he should repent. God is going to keep his promise. My question to you is, are you going to keep the faith? We have to keep the faith. And I still have people people who think I'm crazy for doing this. Look, let me tell you something. Let me, let me, let me, let me, let me say this. My husband is a man. He's a man. He, like the rest of us are heavily flawed. Okay. And I, I can't, he, he's a man, right? And I don't think there's a man on this earth that could make me so head over heels in love with him that I would just endure whatever and just, 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 you know what I mean? Sit around here and do certain things. And it's not that I'm just so good. It's not that my husband is so good. That's making me, um, uh, be faithful to him, even in his absence. It's not that I'm just so perfect and I'm just a good girl and I'm this and that. No, it's because I love God. It's because I love God. Ultimately, that's what it's for. But so my husband gets the, bene gets the benefit, right? He gets the benefit of having a faithful wife, regardless of, of whatever, you know, he may or may not be out there doing. You get what I'm saying? Um, I'm waiting because I made a vow to God and to him and to my husband. And so that's what I'm doing. You guys, God keeps me grounded and rooted. It's no good in me that's making me faithful to an absent husband. It's that God is that good. God is good. Okay. God is good. God is good. God is good. Let me say that again. God is good. So I'm being faithful to the covenant that I spoke between my husband and God. My husband benefits because of, of God and my love for God to do right, to not to, to, to try not to, to disappoint God if it's in my ability. 
Now, some things I need God to jump on me and, and do. You get what I'm saying? But if it's in my ability to do something that pleases God, I'm going to do that regardless of what whoever feels. And you should be able to be happy and this and that. But you guys, I had a conversation with God yesterday and said, God, I want to please you. Yes, I want my husband back. Uh, or, you know, or just, you know, I want my husband. You know, even even if, if God, you see it and you say the one that you have now isn't really the right one. This is the one over here. Whatever you want to do, God. Yes, I want to be happy in this life. Yes, I want to be happy with a man on this earth. But you know another thing that helps me stay faithful in my husband's absence? What keeps me faithful now uh, and, and, and what makes it easy now? that makes it easier now than it was when he was here is that now because my husband is gone I was able to work on myself and realize that I did not need a man to make me feel fulfilled I don't need I don't need a man I want a man at this point I don't need one see before I was needy before I had voids within me before I had traumas that were not worked out and that's not to say that I've arrived or I've completed the work that's that I'm trying to do on myself or allow God to do on me it's saying that I've gotten further to the point where being by myself is not something I dread it's not something I hate I don't hate myself none of that I can actually smile without having a, a, a particular reason in my mind to be doing it before you had to I had to have a reason give me a reason to smile even if that reason was just faking in front of other people to let them think that I had it right and all together so we have to make sure especially if you're in my situation where you're on a pause or a break or you don't know what's going to happen next this story is still unfolding you guys we have to make sure that in the meantime, in between time, we're getting ourselves together for however this is going to end out. Because even if 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 my husband comes back and says, no, I'm really totally done. Here are the divorce papers. I have to be happy and secure enough in myself to be okay with that. To not be falling apart like I'm going to die because a man has left because God will never leave me nor forsake me. So I have to hold on to that and trust and believe that even though man is a covenant breaker, God is not. God is not. So I just came here to encourage you all today. I'm going to go ahead and get back uh, to work. Uh, I've been working a little bit or trying to since I've been on here, but sometimes I get overwhelmed and get, start, get to start to talking to y'all. So let me go ahead and get my stuff together and finish out this last bit of work that I have um, so I can go on to my next assignment. And you guys, I just want to encourage you, be encouraged. Know that God is a promise keeper. He's not a covenant breaker like man. He is going to keep his promise, but you have to keep your faith, okay? So, you guys know that I love you, know that God loves you too, and, you know, keep your attitudes in check. And until next time, peace. Have Instagram? Follow me at the Marriage Chronicles underscore for updates on when new episodes are available and much more. See you there.